This is the Eye on Potatoes, brought to you by the National Potato Council. The Eye is the place to tune in for conversations with growers and thought leaders on advocacy, production, and all things potatoes. Now, here's your host, Lane Nordland. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode here on the Eye on Potatoes uh, podcast. It, of course, is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, Syngenta, delivering solutions to help producers face the potato industry's complex challenges. Syngenta provides growers with the unmatched field expertise, along with an array of effective products. Explore syngenta-us.com slash doctor to discover solutions for your potato growing obstacles. Well, as we record this episode live from the Expo stage at Potato Expo 2023 in Denver, we are joined by past, present, and future National Potato Council presidents. And it's a very special podcast because we get to really see the insight into the experiences that these leaders have had during their journey of leadership for the NPC. Uh, As you know, the National Potato Council is the host and organizer of Potato Expo. So we've invited them to join us here today to give their insight on the potato industry and really uh, focus on the importance of grower leadership to MPC and how having strong associations at the state and national level truly help propel uh, grower members into advocating uh, for the industry. Of course, we are joined today by Dominic LaJoy, the immediate past president of MPC from the state of Maine. Jared Balcom, the current president of the MPC, a grower from the state of Washington, and the incoming president from Idaho, R.J. Andrus. For everyone in the audience, let's give these three a round of applause for joining us here today. <laughs> we got the fan club right up front. <laughs> they even brought signs to say, we love you, R.J. <laughs> But, uh, uh, gentlemen, as we come here today, uh, I, I kind of feel like like it's a Charles Dickens book. We have the the uh, presidents of past, present, and future. So I don't know if that makes me Scrooge yeah. or or the Grinch. <laughs> I, I, maybe it's a Dr. Seuss book instead of a, a, a Christmas Carol. But uh, as we gather here today, uh, Dominic, I'm going to start with you first. Um, you know, you've all been on the uh, NPC Executive Committee. Uh, uh, during some very challenging times, and when, when you took the, the gavel as president, we were truly at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic. So your tenure was impacted by shutdowns. Um, and for example, we, you, you weren't able to have the MPC summer business meeting up, up in Maine. Can, can you talk about some of those challenges, but also those successes uh, that you had during your presidency, both, both on the farm and with MPC? Uh, sure, Lane. Thank you. Um, So fortunately, my tenure was on the better side of COVID. Unfortunately, the country didn't recover as fast as we were hoping for. Um, There definitely was no pause in national potato issues, for sure. We kept real busy with international trade issues, from market access to plant health and ongoing MRL issues, nutrition, transportation, food safety, supply chain added to our workload, as well as pesticide regulations. We really needed to change how we communicated in D.C. at that time um, as virtual meetings became the only option at times. Definitely more difficult to educate and express our concerns on that type of platform. Our success, though, uh, was mainly due to how our staff adjusted to the pandemic, our ability to act fast, and to the level of experience our staff really uh, saved our organization. And it is reflected... uh, 
in the Potato Expo this week. So we're really come back strong. But furthermore, the support and engagement from potato growers across the country is what really keeps us in the solid position that we are today. Lastly, the support from executive committee is what really helped me get through my tenure as president. Well, there's a lot of challenges, uh, but, but do you feel that you have mastered Zoom meetings? No, no. <laughs> no technology was probably my biggest personal challenge. Um, obviously, we farm in rural areas and our, our connections aren't that great, so uh, it was a challenge. And uh, I, I guess when, when you look at those challenges, though, too, and having Cam and the team out in Washington, D.C., uh, uh, just uh, continuing to keep the doors of the office open during the pandemic, uh, that takes a lot of coordination. Yeah, I mean, our, our organization, uh, I think, was, did really well compared to you know, other situations in D.C., and uh, fortunately, our office never closed. Now, now Jared, for yourself, you're, you're currently the, the NPC president. And uh, you kind of return back to a more normal year in terms of, uh, uh, of COVID restrictions not being quite, quite as severe. Um, what, what have been some of the challenges and, and successes over the past year? You know, we're, we're thinking about Washington Summit or, or Mexico opening for those fresh uh, imports. Uh, well, could you highlight a few of those? Uh, yeah, I think the, you know, there's always, there's always issues and always challenges that we're faced with. Um, you spoke on Mexico and Mexico is, uh, Mexico is going on for 20 years. We were just fortunate that, uh, we finally came to a solution on that. Um, and I know, uh, there's a lot of people that want to not claim, but, but, uh, it was a group effort over a long period of time. And so that is a huge success for the NPC as a whole um, that went on for over, over 20 years. Um, you touched on the summit. Uh, we changed up the way, usually we used to have our annual meeting here at the expo and we decided to consolidate that to the summit. And I think that's been a great success. And that was a lot of conversation that went on at the executive level, at the executive committee level that took a lot of time. And I, I think that, that what really shows what, um, how hard the executive committee, will, committee works to try to get things accomplished. Now, what is your perspective uh, when you first went through the Potato Leadership Institute uh, to now? That's really when the fresh potato issues started because you're, were you on the first class? Is uh, I was on the first class of what today's uh, Leadership Institute was. Uh, so that was 2002. So how, how interesting is to follow that when, when you really got your first taste of leadership within MPC to, to follow that up into your presidency? How, how do you reflect on that? You know, it, it, it's a great question because it... Uh, when that first came up, I, I remember that. I remember being back there and it coming up, and, and we thought that was going to be solved fairly quickly, right? The, the solution was right in front of us. There's no reason. It only made sense that it would get done, and uh, it was a challenge. I mean, we thought we were going to win multiple, multiple times. We had it opened one time, and uh, I think that lasted 14 days, and I got closed down, and we thought six months later it would be opened, and 10 years later it took to get to that. So... Um, that conversation has been on the agenda my whole career, and uh, I'm hoping that we can get past that, but it's still on the agenda because we're still fighting it. We're still waiting, you know, for the next shoe to drop on that. So. Well, well, thanks for sharing that, that, that your experience with that. And, and, and RJ Andrus, uh, you'll become president of MPC uh, during, during the Washington Summit uh, in February, first part of March. But you've also served as chairman of the Idaho Potato Commission, chairman of the American Potato Trade Alliance, and, uh, of course, on the MPC executive team for six years. 
What what are you looking forward to most in serving as president, working with uh, with with the executive committee and the team out in D.C.? Uh, what is that looking forward to in your mind? It was like Jared said, um, the Mexico thing is still looming. We we have got to win, but we've got to keep keep our hand on the pulse with that, just because we that's a very important part. So we're working on that. Um, we we just the issues going forward trade is always a big a big thing i mean it's it's going to be a lot of the same things that we fight every day out there now as uh, we we look at having three presidents up here obviously you guys were closely together for several years on that executive committee and, and dominic from from your view of things uh in your tenure what did that teach you about leadership in the industry overall, uh, serving on the executive committee, then as president, and then as a media past president? Um, you know, right from the, my first meeting, I had had some leadership training, but uh, I realized quickly that um, I was going to have to grow into the leadership part. I was going to need a lot of support, and uh, I was going to have to be able to accept some criticism to better myself as far as communication skills. You know, and I learned quickly that you can only become a leader if people believe in you. And so uh, that was quite a journey to get to where I am today. So the support of growers, past presidents, the board of directors, staff, um, that's what helped me through the program. Now, do you feel like a, a seasoned traveler? Because I know you, you always seem to have some travel issues or, or weather when, when you're heading to NBC events. How, how do you feel about that now? Yeah, I, I learned right from the beginning that I had to block off extra days of travel. Um, and I've been known to jump from airport to airport and not necessarily in an airplane. So uh, fortunately, you know, seven hours away, you could catch another airport and get to your destination. Maybe you get to kick back a little bit and you can share your knowledge again with uh, travel tips with Southwest clients over the last few weeks. <laughs> but uh, Jared, you know, one thing, uh, stepping into leadership is never easy. It's a time commitment. And uh, there could be folks listening to this or, or, or watching this live today that, that have a family, that have kids growing up. How, and I know you have high school uh, children. How do you balance all your responsibilities with the MPC and their activities during your time on executive committee? And what's the advice you have for future leaders on, on balancing that importance of volunteer leadership, but also putting your family first as well? That's a great question and it comes up all the time. Um, two, two things, first, first blessing is, is that I have a wonderful wife at home that, um, will, that steps up and, and, and makes sure that everything is taken care of. So without her at home, um, that it would be impossible. So. I'm super blessed and super fortunate to have the wife that I have. And the, the good thing about our industry is that our ag industry and our potato industry is that family comes first. And so it is always, that's, that's what we build our principles on. And so everybody understands. There's been certain meetings where I've just had to call and say, you know what, I can't make it. I've got a kid that's got something to do or my wife and I need to do it. And there's never a question in that. People are really, really willing to work around that and they know that family comes first. And so um, that's what allows people to be able to step into those leadership roles is that we all know what the priorities are first. Some organizations aren't like this, this organization is. 
So that's the huge blessing that we have there. Um, and we just try to balance it. We can do a lot of stuff over the phone. Uh, we can do a lot of stuff over Zoom with the technology to where we don't have to travel as much. I still have to travel back to DC, but we're able to pick and choose and make that work. And so um, with that, with family first being the priority, it's made that, it's made that work. Well, thanks for that insight. And I hope that's encouraging for uh, those young producers out there that are on the fence about stepping up into leadership, whether that's at the county, state, or national level. Before we get back to RJ, these words from Syngenta. Syngenta cares about potato producer productivity and offers a wide variety of seed treatment options protecting your investment from the beginning. Syngenta's all-liquid seed treatment Cruiser Max Vibrance Potato offers protection from harmful insect pests including Colorado potato beetle, green peach aphid, and leafhoppers. Additionally, Cruiser Max Vibrance Potato delivers immediate protection against fungal diseases. Contact your local retailer for information on Cruiser Max Vibrance Potato, Cruiser Max Potato Extreme, or Maxim MZ to find Find out what best fits your farm needs. RJ, for yourself, uh, uh, stepping into the role as president here in just a few short weeks, uh, are there uh, some things that you would specifically like to accomplish with the executive team and, and the staff out in Washington uh, during your tenure? You know, Lane, that's a good question. I, I look around at, at these guys that, that, that I've got to follow, and those, those are big shoes to fill. Uh, Randy Hardy's here. Uh, he's one of our great Idaho presidents. I've watched Dom, Jared, they've both done great jobs. So um, I think I just want to continue on the path that, that the organization's going and, and, uh, and just try to live up to what these guys have, have accomplished. Just, just some fun questions. I know our time is ticking down here, but uh, do you have uh, any uh, specific favorite memories uh, that the three of you uh, would like to share? Uh, you know what? I, I think we're going to pass on that one. Okay, well, <laughs> I, I think we're going to save that for the open bar later, okay. <laughs> is uh, what the side notes uh, small text says. But uh, I guess we need to settle this one, which uh, I guess, uh, do, do you have to take a lot of advice from these two, RJ? Well, I'm not real sure about advice. I take a lot of static from them. But no, yes, they, they, this, this team we have, this, this executive committee, we're all, we're all brothers. It's, it's a great thing, and, and I'll, I'll take advice from them any day of the week. Uh, do you have any, any tidbits, uh, advice, uh, president and past president for the upcoming president? Well, I've been with, I've been with these guys uh, for the last four or five years, so... Uh, you know, my advice would be keep moving straight ahead and, and keep the progress going as we've been doing it in the past and, and use our staff wisely because and, and, they're very efficient in getting things done. So um, that's the thing. In the NPC, we have such great support. When we're busy farming, we don't have to worry about, you know, what's happening on the regulation side. Things seem to be taken care of and we only get a phone call if it's absolutely urgent. So... But uh, supporting the staff, supporting your executive committee, I think, is probably the best advice I could give. Any, any Same advice? Same question? Yeah. Yeah, my philosophy was do no harm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you touched on that, RJ, and I did that. We have uh, quite a few uh, past presidents out of our state of Washington that I'm close friends with, and I'd reach out to them because there'd be, I'd be like, I'm, we're confused or we're not sure, is this the right direction? And the intellectual capital that we have with the past presidents um, and the sounding board that we have there um, is invaluable. And I utilize that every chance that, that I got. A lot of good advice, RJ. A lot of good advice. Well, again, it's been a pleasure uh, 
over the uh, past few years as the the host of the Iron Potatoes podcast, but also as a farm broadcaster to 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 talk with the three of you about issues. Uh, Jared really loves being on TV uh, yeah. and doing TV interviews, but. Uh, thank you so much, and thank you to your families as well for uh, giving you the flexibility and uh, and working to help advocate and move the U.S. potato industry forward. And uh, let's give a round of applause uh, for our volunteer leaders on the executive committee. You can clap louder than that. <laughs> thank you. But again, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us here today for this live podcast here at Expo. Thank, thank you, Lane. It's always thank a pleasure. Thank you, Lane. Well, friends, that will do it for this live episode here at Potato Expo 2023 with our past, present, and future MPC presidents. That will do it for today here on the Iowa Potatoes podcast. I'm Lane Nordlund. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the National Potato Council's Eye on Potatoes podcast with host Lane Nordlund. For more information, visit nationalpotatocouncil.org and make sure to subscribe to the podcast today.